Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast with me, your host, Zoe. If you are new around here, welcome. This is the podcast where we explore a self-reflective question weekly, and today we're going to be talking through the question, what is your dream vision for the future? And I had to scroll back through past episodes because I was so convinced I had already done this question because I love it so much. Lo and behold, I had not, which is actually fantastic news because it means we're going to talk about it today and I believe in divine timing. But I actually have a bit of a problem in life. Let me explain. You know when you go somewhere where you're not meant to really talk about super deep things like this question? I don't know, a party or a club. Not that I've even been to a club since before the pandemic. Fun fact about me. The point is, when you're at a party, you're meant to kind of keep it lighthearted, you're meant to have fun, you're meant to do all that stuff. I am the person who will go around being like, hi, hello, I am Zoe. And just out of pure, pure curiosity, could you please talk me through what your dream vision is for the future? All of that to say, I really like this question. I have learned to rein it in and actually get to know people before I just whip out this question. But because you guys are my besties, we're going to be talking about it today. And I am so excited. The structure for this episode goes as follows. We're going to do two things. Firstly, we're going to go through some of the responses I received to this question box when I put it on my Instagram stories. So I basically asked people, what is your dream vision for the future? And the responses were honestly amazing. So we're going to go through some of those. And then for all the practical people out there who love the tangible tips and tricks, we're going to talk through methods, strategies, ideas to be proactive and to be productive in going after your dreams, going after your goals, and basically taking steps to make your vision come to life. But before we do all of that, I want to explain why I love this question so much, because I feel like I just started this episode by telling you a slightly weird story about how I behave at parties. So I think I need to explain why I like this question. And I've definitely shared this theory before because it's something I think is kind of wild, but also really interesting. I've shared a lot of theories before. This is probably like theory number 9,421. But anyway, theory 9,421 is that so many people, including myself, get kind of embarrassed to talk about our dreams, our goals, our visions for the future, because I think there's this part of us that's like, ooh, I don't want to come across as if I actually think this might be possible because other people might judge me. They might think I'm delusional. They might think I'm arrogant or whatever it is. And I think there's this other part of us that just thinks so many of the dreams and the visions and the goals we have are so far out of reach. And we just don't think we're capable of it. We don't think we're worthy of it. But the problem with this is that If you think something's out of reach, it's probably going to be out of reach because it's a lot harder to achieve something you don't even think is a possibility. I think there's also another part of us, and I realize in these theories there are a lot of parts to us, but this part is important because this part thinks we should just stick with what's conventional. So if you have a dream or a vision or a goal that in any way strays from the mainstream, maybe it's different from what you're brought up to think a conventional job is, 
then you just don't really vocalize the dream and you don't even entertain it because you're so conditioned to stick to that mainstream and what you've been told is conventional. And I'm not trying to say that anyone needs to go and announce their dreams or their visions or their goals on Instagram or LinkedIn or go and tell your entire network of friends what it is. I mean, you totally can if you want, but I'm not telling anyone they need to do that. Instead, the point of this episode is more to make you think about what the dreams are in the first place. And I don't, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't even know if dream is the right word because dreams kind of feel like they're not reality and they're far away and they're unachievable. So maybe I prefer the word vision because I'm talking about things that are actually achievable, regardless of how out of reach they might seem to you. And I know this question is kind of awkward. It's awkward to think about. I even find it awkward literally just with myself, just me, myself, and I. I find it awkward. I don't know why, and I'm sure other people do too. But just try and push past the awkwardness of asking yourself what your dreams are. Let yourself be bold and honest and just go with it. You might think about, I don't know, what kind of career you want, what kind of thing you want to be doing every day, what vibe you want to have every day, what kind of people you want around you, where you want to live. That's a cool one. The vibe of your home. I'm obsessed with thinking about the vibe of my future home, which I don't own yet. Yet, yet is the important word. Whether you even want a home, maybe you just want to travel. Maybe that's your dream. Whether you want pets, whatever it is, kind of just use this episode to make a mental vision board and have fun with it because that is the entire point. So random Zoe updates. I'm going to keep these quick because I want to get into the answers people sent in. My sister, my best friend, my soulmate, Louisa, is back in London. For those who don't know, she moved to Singapore for, I think, like eight months. And she's back, which is so exciting for me because I've kind of got like my living best friend back and she's actually living at home, which is cool. We are going to record an episode about having the confidence to take risks and go abroad and go on adventures and all that stuff. She doesn't actually know yet that we're recording that episode. So Louisa, if you're listening, surprise, and please let me know when suits you. In that episode, we're also going to discuss some big freaking changes which are happening in my life, which I'm going to take you wonderful listeners on the journey for. I will explain more about what's happening probably next week because Things are changing in the world of Zoe, so stay tuned for all of that. Next update is a bit rogue, and (laughs) I'm now like considering whether I should share this because it might be really boring. If you're not interested in hearing my TED talk about deodorant, you can skip this, but I personally think it's really interesting. I promise it will be quick. At the start of this year, I basically decided to switch to natural deodorant after doing some research on like what's in normal deodorant and the health benefits to switching. Go and read if you want to learn more because I'm going to get all the facts wrong. Honestly, I've been struggling to find a natural deodorant I really like, but this week I got the brand Wild. Love the name Wild. So already I was like gold star. And honestly, I'd seen it loads on Instagram being advertised and I'm always really skeptical of things which get advertised loads on Instagram. I don't know why that's so irrational but it's just the truth and yeah I wanted to try it and it's been so good so far so I highly recommend it. This is obviously not sponsored. 
I'm just sharing it because if anyone else wants to switch to natural deodorant, that is the brand I recommend. Okay, enough about deodorant. Let's get on with this episode. I realized that that little tangent really was random, but I do like to share wellnessy things on here because I know so many people listen for the wellness tips and tricks. So that is the wellnessy bit of the week. I mean, the whole episode is kind of wellness because it's mental health, personal growth vibes. But um, yeah, that there's the deodorant story. So we're going to get into the main episode. A reminder, if you do enjoy this podcast, please do rate it. If you want to see more of me day to day, it's at Wonderfully Zoe on Instagram and TikTok. My website is www.unfreezepod.com. Nothing makes me happier than hearing from people who listen to the podcast. So please do get in touch. So as I said, I want to start by talking through some of the answers people gave to the question box on Instagram. What is your dream vision for the future? The first one I want to talk about is something a lot of people wrote in about, but in slightly different ways. And it's around the idea of having a strong, stable, healthy partner or romantic relationship. And at first I was kind of surprised there were so many responses like this, but then I was surprised why I was surprised because that would be quite high on my list too. So it's not surprising other people said they wanted this. And what I think is really interesting about this one is that honestly, when I think of having a strong, healthy, stable relationship, the first thing I think about is the qualities the other person would have to have for that kind of relationship. And it's so funny because in doing that, you kind of assume that you're perfect and it's just kind of the other person who would have to get things right. And the reason why I bring this up is because so often I think we overlook the fact that if we want a strong relationship, then there might be work we need to do on ourselves to get ourselves into the position where we have that relationship. And it's not that you do that work and then you hit a point where you're good, you're ready to go, the relationship can come into your life. As I say, I think we are constant works in progress. And also like, who the hell am I to know I'm 24? But that's kind of a side note because I don't know, hopefully you still find what I say valid. The point is, I think it's really important to be self-aware so that you are able to recognize when there's stuff coming up, which might get in the way of your ability to have a strong, stable, healthy relationship. And that's whether the stuff comes up now or at some point down the line. And it's kind of it's kind of a side note what I'm about to say, but it's also totally related. I go back and forth on whether you have to quote unquote heal yourself or love yourself before you can have a really stable relationship because I always see online and I always hear people saying, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yourself, blah, 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 blah. And I think I agree with this. And I think it's really dangerous to use someone else's love as kind of like a substitute for self-love, as in my view, nothing can replace self-love. But the reason why I go back and forth on this one is I do think that other people can help you learn to love yourself. So they can't love you for you, but they can help you love you, if that makes any sense. 
that is a bit of a tangent we've just gone on, but I think it's so interesting. So if people have thoughts, I'd be so curious to hear them. Please DM me whether you think you need to do a lot of self-work before you could be in a relationship and like try fix some of your problems or whether you can do all of that work in a relationship. I don't know. Curious to hear people's thoughts. To get back to the point, I really like this dream vision of being in a healthy, stable relationship. I think it's really wholesome. Love it. Not that anyone needs my approval for their dream vision because it's their dream vision and not mine, but I do just love it. One thing I would say on this, having just said I love it, which I do, but one thing I would say is that I do think some people fall into the trap of thinking that a quote-unquote perfect relationship and I use quotes because there's obviously no such thing as a perfect relationship there's only perfectly imperfect but I think some people fall into the trap of thinking that a perfect relationship will solve all of their problems and again like who am I to come in with my opinion on this but the way I see it is that a relationship brings so many wonderful benefits to your life if it's a healthy relationship But in and of itself, the relationship or the person isn't going to fix your problems. I think it can mask problems, which can be really dangerous, but the problems themselves don't go away. So I would just say, yes, love this as a dream vision, but also make sure you're not falling into the trap of thinking that a relationship would just fix everything in your life. Next one I want to talk about, and oh my goodness, I relate to this so much. The dream vision someone wrote in is to live in a small remote town and live in a cozy cottage. And when I get stressed in life, I always say, I just want to go live in a cottage in a small town. I'm fully aware that by saying that and thinking that, I'm literally doing the thing I just said is dangerous, which is thinking that something's going to solve all your problems when it obviously won't. Like my problems would obviously follow me to the small cottage, but I do just say that. So I resonated so much with the person who wrote this in. Also, when I say this to people, like when I'm stressed and I say, oh, I'm going to go live in a cottage, people who know me well are like, no, Zoe, you'd hate to live in a small remote town without, I don't know, a yoga studio and a good coffee shop. But I don't know. There are two sides to me. There is the city girl, which I think is the side more people know. But then there's also the person who just likes calm and I really like no one to bother me. So I think I could do small town cottage life, but this really wasn't meant to be about me. So back to the serious point, I do actually think it's really, really good to think about the kind of place you want to live, whether you want to live in a city, a town or somewhere actually really quite rural. I'd probably get freaked out somewhere really rural, but some people would love it. And it sounds so obvious, but we're all so different. City life isn't for everyone. Rural life isn't for everyone. And I think so many of us just go with what our friends are doing, or we stay around where our parents live or whatever, and we don't really think about what we want. And I totally realize that there are barriers to people just up sticksing and moving somewhere. There's money, there's other practicalities, there's dependencies, there's all of that. But we're just talking about a dream vision here. A girl can dream, a girl can talk about dreaming. And also, even if you can't just up sticks and move your whole life, my general point is just think about 
the kind of environment you thrive in so that even if you're not moving across the world, you can bring more of that environment into your life and into where you currently live. So for example, if your dream vision in life is to live surrounded by nature in a really peaceful area, but you currently live in a city and it's not really feasible for you to move right now, instead of just being upset you can't move, with this realization, maybe what you could do is try and bring more nature into your home. So get plants or play nature music or find spots in the city you live in which feel like there's a bit more nature around you and carve out time each week to go to those spots. And I know that all sounds so random, but what I'm trying to say is I think it's so cool to think about what kind of environment makes you happy and then to be really intentional about cultivating more of that environment into your life. Okay, next thing someone wrote in, which I wanna share, in response to the question, what is your dream vision? they said to find more people like me. So I want to say that to anyone who feels lonely or isolated, you are absolutely not alone. You have people in the wonderfully Zoe community who love you and resonate with the things you feel. That is why everyone's here. I am the biggest believer that you're going to find the right people for you by being yourself. And it's so ironic because for so long we are led to believe that we have to be all the things. We have to be cool, outgoing, enthusiastic. We have to be all these things to find friends. So it's weird when someone, i.e. me, instead tells you to stop trying to be all those things and instead just be yourself. And that's how you're gonna attract friends. But I do genuinely believe that you find the right people, you find the people who are meant for you, by being yourself and doing the things which make you happy, regardless of how quote unquote cool those things are considered or regardless of whether what you like looks different to what other people your age like or what they're doing. Okay, so next thing is there were loads of responses actually about career and these were a bit more specific. So there was one response that someone's dream vision was to be a teacher someone else wanted to perform on stage, someone else wanted to own a salon to start a business, and there are a few other ones. These ones, reading through them, honestly gave me chills because I am so inspired by people who have a dream vision of what they want to do with their career. I think it's amazing. But also just to say, it's also totally fine if you're like me and you don't 1000% know what you want to do and you're just exploring different things. Both are amazing. Amazeballs. That's what my dad says. He says things are amazeballs. I think he came up with that. Maybe he heard it from someone else, but no one really cares. So yeah, I just want to say to everyone who has a vision about their future career, whether it's specific, like you want to be a teacher or whether it's more general, you have to believe you're capable of it. And we're going to talk about this a bit more later on in the episode. But I think the biggest thing is just to know you are capable of achieving your career goals. You are worthy of them. If you put your mind to it, you will make progress. And you've just got to back yourself because it's a crazy world and things will knock you, but you have to back yourself. So I'm sending so much love to everyone for these goals, all the goals, but especially these goals. Okay, next thing someone responded. Oh, this one's, oh, it's interesting. It's interesting. So the response was that this person, their vision is to be more consistent with a wellness routine. 
And the reason I think this is so interesting is because I'm a big believer in the power of self-identity. And what I mean by that is I think our words and how we view ourselves has such a significant impact on how we act and what we achieve. So if, for example, you say, I'm never going to be the kind of person who wakes up at 6am, then you probably won't wake up at 6am because you don't identify as that person. But if you instead start seeing yourself as someone who could potentially wake up at 6am, then I think you're way more likely to reach any goals you set to wake up at 6am because you think that's you and you think it's on brand. So you kind of live up to that brand. And by the way, I'm not saying anyone needs to wake up at 6am. I kind of plucked that out of thin air. So excuse the randomness of the example. But the reason I bring this up is because to the person who said that their dream vision is to be someone who is consistent with a wellness routine, I think you need to start identifying as the person who is already consistent with a wellness routine, even if you're not 100,000% there yet. I don't know why I felt the need to say 100,000. That's quite dramatic. Maybe let's just go with 100%. But the reason is, if you identify as that person who is consistent, I just feel like consistency comes so much more naturally. And that doesn't mean it's always going to be easy breezy, but I do think the power of self-identity can help a lot. And also to anyone who has as their dream vision for the future to be consistent with a wellness routine, make sure you're not being overly strict. Make sure the wellness routine is actually serving you and that you're doing it out of self-love and you're not trying to change yourself so that you are lovable. So with that, we're going to move on to talk about how on earth you can be productive and be proactive when it comes to going after your dreams. And this isn't advice I've necessarily made up myself. This is advice I've received along the way and it really helps me. So I'm hoping it's going to inspire you as well. So I want to start by saying that if you're anything like me, you want big things in life and you don't just want to sit around and wait. But equally, it can be so overwhelming to think about your vision and to be like, how on earth am I going to get there? And I think you really need to have patience. We're all so obsessed with instant gratification in life. We want things immediately. And I think it's because we're so used to just clicking the button and bam, the Amazon Prime delivery is there or the delivery arrives at our door and we haven't had to do anything. But when it comes to big goals in life, I don't think we can apply that same mentality of getting instant results. And so many people don't reach their goals because they stop when they don't get that instant gratification or when they hit the first roadblock. But people, you are far too worthy to not keep persevering. So don't let that lack of instant gratification or the lack of instant achievement stop you or put you off. The other thing I want to say is that so often I think we neglect mindset. As I've already kind of touched on in this episode, it's really hard to achieve a goal you don't think you're capable of or you don't think you're worthy of. So a big part of going after your goals and your dreams and your visions is doing the inner work, which enables you to do the outer work and show up for yourself. So for example, if you are someone who lacks self-worth and you don't feel worthy of achieving things in your life or you don't feel worthy of seeing results, 
it might be an idea to start addressing that limiting belief that you're not worthy of results. Because let me tell you, you are so freaking worthy. And basically, I think it's this kind of work which stops us from self sabotaging so that when something good happens or we get the achievement that brings us closer to our goals, we're not then doing something to mess it up because we're addicted to feeling bad or we don't think we deserve to feel good. Another thing, and this links to what we said about what we said, what I said, me, myself and I, all of all of me, what we said about instant gratification is don't stop when you get a no or someone tells you it's hard or someone says, oh, I don't think you'll reach that goal. Sure, listen to feedback if it's positive, if it's constructive, and if you think it's going to be helpful, take it on board. But don't stop just because things get a little bit hard. Be in it for the long term. And for me, I'm going to talk about this so much more next week. But basically, as I said, I have a major life update. And when I was kind of making this happen, there were stumbling blocks and I could have given up so easily. But no, we persevere when we want results, of course, while still giving ourselves all the love, all the care and being kind to ourselves. But we keep going. And the final two things I want to say before we wrap up, and they're kind of interconnected. So I'll say them together. Firstly, just start. And secondly, do something every day. So on the first thing of just start, I think it's really easy to think about your vision for the future, to feel that it's so far away and to just get overwhelmed because it's so big or you'll never reach it. And then because you're feeling overwhelmed, you delay starting or you think there's no point in starting. But the hard truth is, if you keep doing that, to put it bluntly, you're never going to reach your goals. Manifestation is great, but equally, you've got to put in the work. So my solution to this is to do something small every day. And at first, it might feel really trivial because say your dream vision is, I don't know, to be someone who's consistent with working out. I know it's random, but go with it for the example. So if your dream vision is to be someone who's consistent with working out, it might feel really trivial to start by going for a five minute walk. But the way I see it is you have to start somewhere and then slowly over time you can build up, but you can't do the building up part if you don't start somewhere. And I think it's better to start small and be kind to yourself and to make it sustainable and to set yourself up for success in the long term rather than do any kind of like radical and extreme lifestyle overhauls. So with that, we're going to end the episode here, besties. Thank you so much for listening. I feel like I had hectic energy in this episode, but that is okay. As I say, there are major life updates coming, so stay tuned for that. I probably really overhyped it. But anyway, if you did enjoy this episode, please do rate it. Let me know your thoughts, questions, queries, ideas at wonderfullyzoe on Instagram and TikTok and www.unfreezepod.com. I am sending so much love and I will talk to you next week.